Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes, yes you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christianpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus, and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. (laughs) Right now, you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this. Welcome back, friend. I am so excited to have Kimberly Baca on the podcast today. She is a holistic health strategist helping high-performing women who want it all to finally reclaim time and freedom through an integrated and sustainable healthy lifestyle, equipping them to fuel legacy success. Women who want to know how to be healthy and go to a plant-based diet is her specialty. She is known worldwide as the Naked Veganista, burnt out fashion designer, plant-based chef turned holistic health strategist. Her mission is to transform overworked and overwhelmed women into radiant and energetically vibrant examples for their audiences, their families, and themselves so they can show up confidently in the public eye, avoid the burnout like she experienced, and live a healthy lifestyle that lines up with their vision for living a purpose-driven life. With God's guidance and support, of course, she created a healthy body and mind that is physically 15 or more years younger than her biological body and was even to have a healthy baby girl at the age of 50 as proof of her 20 years of experience and training by the most successful healing masters in the world. I am so excited to bring Kimberly Baca to you today because she helps make the hard things for your health easy. Kimberly, I am so excited to have you as a guest on the Abundant Christianpreneur podcast today. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you for having me. What a blessing. You are so welcome. I'm excited to dig in and talk about health because it is such a huge topic. And for those of you listening, Kimberly is a holistic health strategist, and she helps high-performing women who want it all to finally reclaim time and freedom through a lifestyle, equipping them to fuel legacy success. 
and through her company, Legacy Holistic Health, and she also has a 365 Health podcast, she shows women how it's possible to get and sustain the results they desire. And Kimberly, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got involved in what you're doing today. Well, it's a, it's a long story, but I'm going to make it as short as I can here because uh, we have many things we want to discuss today. But I actually became really ill as a fashion designer, and that's why they call me the Naked Veganista because I ended up becoming pretty much an overnight vegan once I learned about what I was putting in my body uh, and how they process the animals and things like that it just contributed to the illness. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune illness, which actually was so debilitating, I couldn't even walk or even feed myself. So it was very extreme, which a lot of people probably even listening might have even been through or going through right now or know people who are experiencing autoimmune. And it affects the system where it starts to uh, really defend itself in in preservation but in that act of defending itself it causes all kinds of havoc including nerve dysfunction and things that that we would never even think could come from autoimmune but actually do so that limits us in many ways and even can affect the brain and in, in the long term if it's not addressed uh, in the proper manner so i ended up finding every avenue to heal myself and uh, at the same time, you know, at that time, I wasn't really a Christian. I mean, I believed in God, but it wasn't I was seeking God's power, though I knew God was working in my life because he had rescued me from so many things, a, a car accident where I should have been absolutely pulverized, where my car went between a, a tree and a stone wall. And I, there's no way I should have survived that. But God had a plan for me. And so all this time I'm looking and looking and I'm doing my part, you know, we can pray, we can uh, believe, uh, and we can be a wonderful Christian and doing all the things we're supposed to do, which is following God's way and God's word and, and submitting to him. But at the same time, we have to do our part. So this, for me, was learning my part and what God would then show to me and reveal to me later on what I had done was a reason he had put me through that. Uh, to experience it, to be able to give it to others, give what I learned. And so along that way, the last thing that I actually found after getting back on my feet, literally, um, my, my first husband had put me on a Stairmaster because I said, I have an idea as an athlete, if I could at least get some movement, I can get natural pain relievers in my body to heal a portion of me to allow me to begin that journey. And so that's how I started. The, the last part of my healing journey was with food. And that's what we're really talking about here. Um, what we can do quickly and fast. Now, once I understood that, I made that my mission is to help other women who you know, really need to impact the future generations to change what they're doing so that they can stay healthy, they can be a model for their family and actually impact and uh, make a transformation for future generations. I love that. That is amazing. I love how you took something that happened, a life experience, and you got on the other side of it. You were successful. You are a victor. And now you're teaching others how to get healthy, um, use 
the plants as food and establish a healthy lifestyle. And that is what this podcast is all about. Women who have either have a hobby that they love, a transformation that they've gone through, a life experience, and they take that, they extract that, and they create an amazing online business from that and help others go faster and quicker. So I love that, Kimberly. Thank you for sharing that. And I love how you talk about um, creating a legacy and how generational health is important. And when we first had a discussion of that, a gosh, probably a month or so ago, that really was on my heart because it is huge nowadays. Um, and no one is talking about that. So can you kind of talk into how you create a legacy with that health transformation and how generational health is really important with the mom and even, you know, the family unit, but the mom being a leader and a model, can you kind of explain into that a little bit? I think every woman and especially moms really understand their role is essential in the household. And even if if um, the woman doesn't have children yet, but they or maybe they never had children, but they have other women in their lives, they know their impact is is quintessential to the growth of other women. And just like, you know, the father role is really important in the family. Each role that we have as a human being is important. And and how we model everything is how other people will adapt it and to uh, integrate it or they will refuse it. Now there's a way to be a model and then there's a way to not be a model right we understand that you know we are not going to be perfect you know we're all flawed and that you know god sets the role for us right and we need to do our best to model that it's not like we have to you know always behave and 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 just be good 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 it's not about that it's doing our best and having our heart in the right place and a lot of people will fall flat and they'll have to get back up and they'll have to do it again. And we don't use the word try in our house. We either do or we don't. So you either do it fully with your whole heart and then you're proud of it. A mentor of mine said to me one time and you know they were doing a job and they like uh, they came back because they wanted to go to the playground or do something when they were a little kid and they're like, okay. And his father would say, well, are you proud of the job you did? And, and you know what, the kid had to like think about it and go, yes or no. And okay. And right. And so that's the thing I use that with my daughter all the time. Like, are you proud of how you made your bed? Are you proud of how you spoke to somebody? You know, is that how you'd like to be spoken to? So we use those type of things in here in our household. And the same goes for what I model with food or what I model with uh, you know, how what I surround myself with, the words I say, the language I allow um, somebody to speak to me even. So these are definitely ways that we model uh, to what we're going to leave as a legacy, whether we have children or not. And that's what I want other, other people to understand too is, you know, I 
I, my goal is to affect generational health transformation. And that doesn't mean you have to have children because if you are a model, everybody's watching you. And if you're modeling that and you have high energy and you glow and you know, I'm gonna be 57 in March, okay? I had my daughter at the age of 50 and if people are like, well, I want what she's got, right? And so if you're modeling it, people are going to respond and they're gonna say, all right, teach me. I, I'm open to it because what you're doing is working. You are being what I want. You uh, you have the attitude, you have the energy, you have the look, you have the, you know, the whatever. It could be generosity, kindness, whatever the, the, the um, characteristic is. People want that as long as it is going to be it's good. It's, it's a good thing. That's why it's listed in the Bible. You know, we want to be kind and loving and generous. And, but we also, we need to be healthy in order to demonstrate those characteristics because how many people are unhappy, grumpy, complaining, let's say, you know, let's say constipated even, and they can't be showing that joy. They can't be generous because they're not good inside. They don't feel good inside. So it can't come out outside unless it's forced. And anything forced can't be, can't, you can't do it for a long period of time. It has to be natural. So we have to be naturally healthy. We have to come up with the ways to be naturally healthy so that it is joyful too. That's part of being healthy is doing things that you love, not having a lifestyle or a diet or a way of living that makes you miserable every day and you're complaining I have to do this I have to eat this I oh uh, I, another one of these that's not sustainable long term and we've talked about that too mm -hmm. yeah very true I love how you incorporate God's word over that too because it's it's so important how can we or what can we do to truly represent God's purpose through the temple our body that he's given us the one is a, a client of mine said to me one time, and she's like, I don't want you to take offense to this, but you really cherish your body. And in a good way, she said, uh, you are, you're taking, and, and she was Jewish actually. And she's like, you actually worship the gift that God gave you in the temple he gave you and you respect it. And I think we have to start there. We have to respect ourselves. I know people talk about respect, 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 but how can you respect somebody else if you don't respect the gift you've been given, the body you have here that is priceless? Frankly, it's priceless. You don't get another one. And yes, we have a couple extra organs for some parts of our body, but they're not to be abused because we have two of them. It's really that, you know, some things are backups God created in case we have emergencies. And he figured these are very delicate organs. Maybe I better make a couple of those uh, because life doesn't happen easily in, in some parts. And I, I think he actually realized that we we're going to have really horrible weather it's going to be hard to breathe. Maybe we need two lungs for a reason, you know, because the world is going to deteriorate. And, you know, he knows everything, right? But I'm just saying that we need to be really taking care of our mind and our body. And also when we believe something, you know, it has the power over us. 
if we allow it to. And so we can put in our mind thoughts like, I am healthy, my body is flowing and vibrationally healthy in every cell of my body. And it works. A lot of people might think this is like woo-woo stuff, but it truly isn't. In the Bible, it says, as you think, right? We think things that are really unhealthy constantly. And look where it gets us. It gets us negativity in our life. It draws negative energy in. And, you know, that's a whole nother subject. But the point of the matter is, is that when we can think about something like a round, beautiful, healthy cells and the blood flowing and, and they're just they're vibrating at the right color and the right frequency, our body responds at, and, and really jumps for joy. I'll give you an example. Uh, when I was going through really horrible pain with autoimmune, which was diagnosed as fibromyalgia, it's a nerve condition. And so like any tiny thing like fear or um, uh, drama or negativity would affect literally like I felt like it jumped onto me and it squeezed my nerves so hard that it was so painful it was excruciating pain and so like driving was very challenging at all driving and so I had to drive someplace and so I drove there and and I had to stop and pull over in the middle because the the stress not that anything bad happened, but it was just very stressful. So I had to sit and I literally visualized the light of God coming through my body, reaching right to the point of where the most pain was and healing that in white cells and, and circulating cells. And I visualized the pain disappearing and within moments it was gone and I could get back on the road and drive. And so what we think about really can come to being, which is healing. And a lot of people don't give themselves enough um, credit for the ability that we have been given in our own bodies to heal. Okay, it's all given to us by God. It doesn't. I'm not saying I'm doing it on my own, but we have the power if we utilize the tools that we've been given to focus on healing. And that means believing it's even possible in the first place. Yes. Oh, that's powerful. You're speaking my love language there. I love all that stuff. Mindset and visualizing and just speaking forth what you want over your body, what you want over your life. I love that. And going back to just your body being a temple. And when you were talking about that, it reminded me of being a good steward, being a good steward of what God has given us in this earth. It's just not the material things. It's our body as well. So that is huge. Um, and there's a connection that you like to talk about too, between our bodies and being obedient to God's word. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, being obedient has to do with number one, surrendering your own wishes in your own ways. And a lot of people are like, I'm just going to do what I want to do because I feel free. I'm going to eat that piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, we talked about this too, is there's a level of, of the guilt factor. And I just want everybody here to understand that guilt does not come from God. That is not even an option in his book. So if, and when you ever feel guilt, first of all, you need to look at the source. Where could that be coming from? 
and um, I'm actually still been writing for a couple years, but I haven't touched it in a while. But a book uh, called you know it's, it has to do with guilt. It's called Victory Over Guilt, and uh, this is based on really a lot of people have guilt over what they put in their mouth. Food specifically is one of the number one things that most women, I wouldn't say many men probably, but most women feel food guilt. And so what we need to think about is we need to understand if, like Kristen said, over that piece of cake. So right now, you know, if you're going to celebrations anytime, you're going to pre-frame your mind and you're going to say, I am going to either make this day one of my zag days and I allow, and I think we need to have an allowance type of, of language with ourselves. I allow myself one zag day a week. And so six days zigging and one day zagging does not throw my body out of whack okay even if I went whole hog wild and I did everything I want to possibly do that is I know is not good for my body in one day it's not going to throw me off track forever um, it might derail me and make me feel really bad the next day but I have to get back up with my mindset and say you know what today I'm back on and here we go you know we are living healthy um, so that being said we give ourselves a permission and we surrender to what we want and if it, we want a piece of cake we surrender our agenda let's just put it as an agenda of health uh, to the back door for the day and we say I'm going to take this piece of cake today because I'm celebrating either my birthday or my daughter's birthday or whatever it is going to be but in allowance what I'm saying is you have standards and you have a boundary of foundations that are always set in place so I am never going to eat meat okay so that's not even an option it's not even on the table because my foundation is strong in that and so in order to have a strong foundation you need to set up what your boundaries are first of all so you will not stand for having dairy in your life you will not stand for having meat in your life that is contaminated you know controlled with um, hormones and things like that so we need to set those type of levels up whether you eat meat or dairy or not but you can have foundations in there that you're not going to have pesticide hormone injected dairy and meat right and then that is your beginning level of foundation and from that is where you work so if you're going to be going to a party and they have all kinds of processed meats out there you know those are injected with hormones you know those are contaminated and that's not something that you would put in your body so you opt for something else maybe it is the chocolate cake instead that day right so you you work within the foundations of what you set up as a solid sound structure for your health as your base level and then move from there and that's where we work with creating the the foundation and then how do we work from what we want and leaving the guilt at the door by giving ourselves permission and then once we do it we say thank you i was a good steward of my body because i followed what my desires were and what i agreed with my own self that i would do and not do and then we let it go we don't keep 
harping on the fact I shouldn't have had that piece of cake or, oh, I feel so bad that I had that piece of cake because I'll tell you this much, the piece of cake is way less interfering with your body than the guilt and the negative acid emotions that are coming from you, you know, fussing about having the piece of cake after you gave yourself permission to have it. So make sure that you understand it's the emotional acidity and the negativity of that um, question or debate with yourself about guilt, then just saying, I'm going to have it. And then just letting it go. I love that. That is huge. And that plays a key factor again in generational health and teaching your kids that too, because I wish I would have learned that sooner that um, just having that piece of cake I didn't have to feel guilty. It's all about flipping that script in your brain. Like I can zag on this day because like you put it, I zig the other days. I love that. So how, I think you explained it so well, but how can moms take one little thing of what you just said and not have that mom guilt of, eating that bad piece of food or whatever, and kind of teaching their kids that it's okay and not to feel guilty because they want that piece of candy. Well, there's a couple things. One is uh, creating uh, an advanced mindset. Okay. And I do a temptation session. Most people have many temptations in their life and it might not be just food, uh, but when you know what your temptations are, so first is always awareness. When you know what the temptations are, you're going to be able to affect how they affect you, right? So you can set up, again, parameters around temptations. And again, one of those tools is creating a zag day once a week and it can fluctuate. It doesn't have to be the same day. You know, okay, I'm going to plan a date night with my husband. That'll be my zag day, right? I'm going to have a glass of wine on that night or whatever. Uh, whatever that may be for you. It might be, okay, I'm going to go to a holiday celebration and that's going to be the party that I go to and that'll be my zag day, right? So you can, you might want to put all your parties on one day and then you have your lunch party and you have your dinner party and it's all on one day. So it's not derailing you throughout the week during the holiday season, for instance. So I would say that you, you've got to set up some good, um, let's say, guidelines for you to be able to follow. And then you need to promise yourself you're going to stick with your word. That is the biggest thing I think that moms do is they don't make their yes, yes, and their no, no. And in the Bible, it talks about being double-minded. Now, if you, can't, if you can say no to the child, you can say no to yourself. And you can stick with it. So you have to treat yourself just like you would your child. When you say no to that piece of candy, you mean it. That means you say no to yourself on your you know, zig days as well. And the, the part about that is out of sight, out of mind. That's really a number one strategy for clients is don't have it in the house. You won't be even tempted. Don't put it in front of your face. Don't stand at the table at a party if you said yourself that's not going to be your, your zag day. Don't be in the kitchen constantly. Make 
other ways to do it. Another example is uh, one of my clients is at seven o'clock at night, she would notice that she would have this urge to go to the refrigerator or the pantry and start eating and they don't even eat at night. So she didn't even really understand what she was doing, but she noticed she, when she was sitting down with her husband, they were watching TV. And the TV has all types of subliminals and it makes you want to do things that you don't know you don't even want to do. So she would get up and not, like literally like brainwashed to go to eat something and she realized when we had a conversation about this and when some of the temptations were coming into her life, we rerouted her 7 p.m. routine. And now she goes for a walk at that time and she's not in front of the TV. And that craving was gone. It was that simple. So we can set up simple strategies that eliminate temptations that you don't even know are affecting you and causing you to eat or even want to eat when you don't even want to normally. So that is a, a good thing to do is to look at your habits. Where are the habits that are causing you these um, desires that are not normal uh, for you or that you're like, you know, this does not serve you. That's a word I use constantly. Does this serve you? Um, is it serving your long-term goal of health? And does this model for your family what true health looks and feels like? And if you can say that your child is watching you and you're eating something that you know, not only at the time, but what actually it is that you're eating is going to be detrimental to your child, you know it's not good for them to be watching you eating it either. Um, so I don't pro uh, promote closet eating, which a lot of people do. Uh, but what I want you to do is I want you to look at what you have cravings for. There's an underlying reason for those cravings as well. Um, carbohydrates are important for the people out there that think keto is the answer to everything. You do need to have healthy carbohydrates because the body needs them to function. You need brain energy and that is from carbohydrates and fats. And so those are two essential things and we can't eliminate either of those. Okay. And some people try to eliminate both of those and that's not going to work either. So you do need to have what works for you. Some people need more than what people are saying for these particular diets and they're they're just not figuring it out because it doesn't work for them. So customized is the way to go. You need to figure it out by experiencing possibly pain or experiencing lack of energy or experiencing something that's discomfort for you to find the solution. And the only way I found solutions was because I was in such horrible pain, I didn't have a choice. And I don't want that for people. That's why I do what I do. I experienced the awful pain that I never want anybody to go through. And that's why I help people now. I love that. So it sounds like we need to take a look at our week and our month and just plan and plan a day where we're going to zag, but also we need to be aware of our eating habits and what we're doing because our family is looking at us and they learn by example. Um, so I love that. And moms, like you said, play the biggest role model because the kids are looking to them and the mom is usually the one that is in the kitchen preparing the meals and things like that. So 
moms, we are busy. <laughs> so how do we eat healthy and how do we have our family eat healthy when we feel like life is all over the place and we just have no time? So you need to do something that's really simple. Take about 30 minutes and really look at what your family loves, the things they love. If they love pizza, if they love veggie burgers or, you know, I'm, we, we're a veggie family. So if they love the type of things that you've made in the past, put them on a list. Ask your family, have them be part of the planning process because they like to be included. They like to know that they've had a say, that you actually included them in what you guys are doing as a family and that includes food and so um in my bible study we had talked about uh one of the things for our husbands is really asking them what would they like to eat and that makes them feel included not just here's your food uh, but really asking them and making maybe even one night a month a special night of something they, that we know that they love and we can do that with kids too we can make a special night like even if it's not once a week maybe once every two weeks do a taco night do something that's fun that kids we know they enjoy and that's part of it is including them in the planning and it really only takes about 30 minutes a month to plan your whole month of food out so it doesn't take 30 minutes a week it doesn't take 30 minutes a day but it does if you don't do it so what happens is that when you don't do these plans for the month for what you're going to have then you get stuck last minute trying to figure it out and that takes way longer so a lot of people think that oh it takes so long to do the planning but it doesn't if you do it in advance and that's the same with anything right I mean it takes way longer if at the last minute you decide oh, I'm gonna work out today then you got to get your gym clothes out and you got to figure it out and then you can figure what you're gonna do and you don't have the plan and it could take you an hour and a half to do a workout if you didn't have it in advance so if you have it in advance and you have your whole week already laid out for what your workout is you know okay I'm gonna do these 10 exercises and that's it that's my I can fit it in whenever but if you don't know in advance you don't know how much time to plan when to do it all these things and then most of the time it doesn't end up getting done and you're on the fly with your meals with your workout and that's no way to live because you can't have a healthy regimen that's consistent and if you're not consistent you're not going to be healthy for the long term so those are the best things is create that time to plan include your family and then do something for yourself that you really love that's going to excite you so if you're constantly always doing things for everybody else but you're not doing something for yourself there will be resentment they'll end up being bitterness in there and they'll end up being a really a negative mindset so you'll start to get really unhealthy in your thought process which is going to affect your body so include yourself in there at least I would say if not once a day at least once a a week to do something really special for yourself whether that's sitting a bubble bath in and just chilling you know with nobody around making that time reserving that time for you or going if you you know love doing your nails making that time for me I'm not really I like my nails done I don't like wasting the time at the nail salon so that's not really relaxing because I'm stressing over the time wasted there um, but you know if that's something for somebody you know I like to get a massage or a facial or something like that and those are special times that's something I would maybe do every couple months or something once in a quarter you know but for most people you've got 
got to make time to do those things. And it could be, you know, going out and doing some gardening. It could be, you know, going to the farmer's market. To me, I love doing that. Going to the farmer's market is a, is just a blessing. It's so much fun. And just doing different things you haven't done before. So making you a priority and fitting that in the schedule. And if it's not in the schedule, it won't get done. That is huge. There are some amazing tips there. I love that about getting the kids involved in the meal planning. That is huge because that's teaching them to eventually how to do that themselves when they're out in the world on their own. Okay. I want pizza today. All right, great. I get pizza today, but then tomorrow I'm going to be planning something healthy. I love that. I've never heard of that before. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for that getting kids involved. What an amazing concept (laughs) and taking time out for yourself. That is also teaching your kids the generational aspect of being healthy, setting aside time for your body to de-stress, do something that increases your energy and just excites you. So many good examples here. Well, Kimberly, thank you so much. I have one last question because I know I want to know. So I'm sure the listeners want to know what is one food or beverage you like to have on your zag day? Oh, my Zag. Well, you know, I mean, I have a couple things that I really like. I like salty things. So, you know, popcorn is a thing that I'll have. Um, but I make my popcorn in a, a popper with a coconut oil and I put just Himalayan salt on it for me. And you can put nutritional yeast on it. That's a good thing for people too. Uh, cinnamon on it is something really good as a treat. Kids like that as well. Um, but I do my my wine. That's my that's my zag. You know, I'll do that. And uh, you know, holiday time right now. I'm going through uh, my advent calendar from from the Costco because last year I did it, and it, the wine was so good in there. No, I don't promote drinking wine as a healthy thing by any means. Um, it's definitely a toxicity in there, and you know, I would I have gone many many years, you know, not having any alcohol at all. Uh, but you know, once in a while, it's for me, it's just this, this something that I enjoy. And um, I, you know, used to have that problem out feeling guilty about it. And I know it's not good for me as a, you know, person who promotes health. Um, and, you know, it's not something I do often enough, you know, I mean, I just don't do it too often that it would really be a major thing for me. But I like my chocolate as well. So I do a dairy-free chocolate and uh, there is sugar-free chocolate too. So there's a couple companies out there that make some great things. Um, Chalk Zero is a great company. You can look them up. They do uh, actual chocolates and they also do a syrup and those are made with uh, monk fruit. And so monk fruit is the sweetener that I use for all of my baking, for my cookies and cakes and everything to make it sugar-free as well. So though it's um, sweet, it's not uh, harmful to the body. So um, in in moderation again so um, you know you could have too much uh, erythritol or that type of thing as well and cause um, digestion issues for the body so again in moderation you you know have a cookie or two that's okay uh, but make sure that you know you thinking about what you're putting in your body as well being intentional is the number one resource you can use because when you're intentional with what you're putting in you recognize the amount the frequency and the what 
All right. And so that's really important. I love that. Thank you so much, Kimberly. How can our listeners connect with you? Uh, you can go to um, at naked underscore veganista on uh, Instagram. That's probably the easiest way. Uh, see some of my videos on, uh, you know, making some of the wonderful treats. I'm going to be doing more videos because that's what most people want is to learn how to make the food, which is what I love to teach too. So I'll be doing a lot more videos there. And I do have a Facebook group, which is um, empowered uh, health, health empowered tribe on Facebook. So definitely check me out and join that. Thank you so much. And I'll definitely link all the ways that you can get connected with Kimberly in the show notes. Well, Kimberly, this has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. That's it for today, friend. Remember, God only created one you. There has never been, nor will there ever be another you. You have a unique, specific set of gifts talents, knowledge, and life experiences that only you can bring to the world. And the person that you are called to serve through your online business is out there waiting to hear from you. They're waiting for your message and your story. You are the expert and you have the solutions to the problem they are looking for. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have.